For Roaming St. Louis this week, I'm hanging out at the soccer field chatting with Joey Zanaboni. That's City SC's unorthodox play-by-play announcer. Oh, baby! Roman Berkey swatting things like a police department badminton game! (laughs) I asked him where his style came from. And it's quite the unexpected story. When I was first starting out, so the summer of 2015, I actually had a chance to announce for uh, an affiliate of the Los Angeles Angels. And when I got out to the stadium and got to this town, Orem, Utah, talking to the front office, I asked what kind of promotions they might be doing at the stadium this year. And they told me they were doing a promotion called Caucasian Heritage Night. And I was working at a historically black college at the time, Oklahoma Community College. And even if I wasn't working there, I would have felt the same way. I just disagree with it. I thought it was a terrible Caucasian idea. Caucasian Heritage Night. Yeah, it was an absolutely awful idea. Good Lord. Um, this was like 10 days before the season that I got out there, as is kind of typical with minor league baseball. You, you just basically show up right before the season starts. And so I basically said, hey, this is a really bad idea. And I expressed my disagreement in writing and, and verbally as well. And just said, you know, please, please reconsider. Uh, and I actually felt like I might have been kind of close to getting them to reconsider. And they basically delayed slightly, I think, the the calendar release of this promotional schedule. I was still with the team for the first game of the season. And in the, my back pocket, I had this, you know, notebook sheet that was basically like, here's a bunch of phrases, absurd phrases I would just just want to work in throughout the season, just like, harmless fun absurd kind of phrases and i kind of thought i might be quitting after this game so instead of instead of peppering them in you know like once a week i better get all these in right now and so i I ended up dropping in like 12 to 15 phrases that night and the response was like amazing everybody's like wow you know this broadcaster is crazy we love it we got to have this guy and the next day i went into the office and they released the promotional schedule and they said, we're going to try to do a promotion called Caucasian Heritage Night. And I just said, yeah, I quit. I'm not going to be part of this team that's trying to do something called Caucasian Heritage Night. There was quite a bit of hatefulness that was behind it. The team later tried to play it off as like a harmless joke or just, you know, whatever, just another thing. But, yeah, there was a lot of hatefulness and there was a lot of prejudice behind it. And I just said, you know, I'm gone um, and in the next couple of years, Scott, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I was torn up by it. I was I was traumatized in many, many regards by the experience, fell into a depression, became disillusioned to some extent. But I went back to that historically black college in Mississippi, ended up working there for a couple more years. And I think the biggest takeaway I ended up having out of it was just that you got to do things your way, because I think my approach at that time was just like trying to be a people pleaser and trying to like go into any situation wherever I'm working just being like all right you know I'm just going to do things the way that that whoever's employing me wants it to be done and I just think that out of that experience I realized hey you can you can do things the right way and, and still try to be respectful and still try to be professional and still try to do the right thing and to be honest with you they'll still try to throw you under the bus I mean I remember the last words anyone with that team gave to me from the Orem Owls was basically, we're going to try to ruin your career now. Get the hell out of Utah. What? The heck? Yeah. And I remember, I remember 
I mean, one of the members of the ownership group called me on the phone to say that, and I picked up the phone, and I just laughed, and, and the guy hung up. That was the level, though. That was how messed up that situation was. And there was a story in the Salt Lake Tribune that actually accused me of being behind the event. And I think it was just misreporting, but it was like, you know, they saw somebody quit over the event, and I, I guess maybe, I mean, for all I know, the team... After the threats, oh, they probably told them that. Yeah, the threats that they gave me, you know, very easily could have tried to defame me or or leaked a fake story. But, um, you know, I choose again to be a positive person. I assume it was just a mistake. It was misreporting. You know, unfortunately, that that story was picked up by USA Today and Deadspin, a couple of national outlets, and I had to get on the phone pretty quick and say, I've got hardcore evidence here. I've got emails. I've got written evidence as well as my word that says I was actually completely opposed to this. And it was, I mean, in a way, it was kind of darkly funny how quickly the story changed from this is like the worst person in America, Joey Zanaboni, to like (laughs) this is the best person in America, Joey (laughs) Zanaboni. But just everything, I mean, just the, the craziness, the just pure hate that I encountered from that team and then some of the misreporting after it, it just was a really hard time for me. But out of that, I think I found that personal strength to just say, yeah, you have to go and do this your own way. Joey Zanaboni, he's an interesting guy. He's a middle school teacher here in town. We're going to talk more with him for Roaming St. Louis at 820 and 920 this morning. (laughs) 